With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, I got a mute Daryl. Doggone. There you go. White Power Stormfront Action Radio. Good morning, White Brothers. It's November 29th. 2018, I should know because it's my son's birthday. Good morning. Morning, Daryl. Morning, Rich. Oh. Well, we We're waiting for Father cut. Francis. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we won't see uh, Dr. Hill till tomorrow, as I recall. So He is always a pleasure to listen to. And I Absolutely. certainly hope that he could get some support. Uh, the League of the South, I'm really hoping that we could put some kind of legal defense fund. Patrick Little has spoke about it. There's a kind of a normie guy, uh, Hale Hydra, that's a, a good YouTuber out there for uh, conservatives, and uh, he, he's behind the RAM people that were arrested out in uh, California that attended Charlottesville. Uh, I know there are many... Uh, people that think we need a, a, a legal defense team for uh, white people that want to assert their free speech in America. Well, I, that Patrick and I were kind of talking about that uh, earlier, you know, about uh, the, the the premise of of a legal defense. Uh, if 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 there's no power behind it. Uh, if, I mean, you know, if, if, you, if you don't have the money to pay the pay the, the corrupt judges and, and lawyers and, and uh, get into the system, well, you're not going to get the quality of, of legal uh, defense that you uh, would get in in uh, a more equal uh, setting. Uh, I don't know how to best say that. You know, the the whole damn thing is just corrupt. It's rotten, rotten to the core. And uh, it's like uh, what I I grew up here, you know, in the fifties, uh, uh, and uh, the sheriff's department has always been just a, you know, kind of a the the step and fetch it boys for the the local mafia, and uh, everybody, you know, I mean, they grew up knowing that, you know, it was it was common knowledge out on the street, and the. Uh, you know, you, you can talk about it. You can talk about it with the folks uh, a little bit, but uh, it was an uncomfortable subject. They didn't want to talk well, about it. You know? you're very right. You know, we have the small town tyrants everywhere, and Billy Roper talks about the balkanization of uh, of America. And if we had white enclaves, en- enclaves, we would have to be cautious that we don't. Uh, use vigilanteism on our brothers or people that enter in. There was a survival movie, Grid Down or something, several years ago, and there's some people that come into, some, some boys come into a town and and uh, they, they steal some of the food and they're getting out of there and one of them falls out of the van as the van's getting away and the, the boss hog sheriff uh, executes the kid right there in the street in front of everyone, you know, and and uh, we got to be cautious of vigilante justice but we we've got to get some people in 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 government that will uh hold some of these people accountable we, we don't get rid of any judges there are no judges ever uh impeached thrown out of there i i i was part of a uh there's a, a, a live stream, live chat. This guy, Mark Stevens, he's a libertarian, no state project, but I've been trying to listen to him because they do talk a lot of laws and legal leaves, and it's something good to listen to. And uh, it, 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 it's just not going to uh, work because yeah, you try to do these sovereign things, or they're talking about UCC. You try to do these things in court, they're just, they're just going to throw you in jail. And... and uh, 
if they decide that they're going to get you, they will ignore every law that they're supposed to do. And that's where we've got to have uh, some kind of presidential committee that comes in and talks about, uh, that, that reviews all these cases like Sen- Senator Steve Stockman, four grand juries to convict the guy. There's a Supreme Court case coming up in December uh, on uh, double jeopardy. If, any, if you know anybody that was charged with a felony in the state and then also charged in the federal gov- by the federal government, that is uh, being tried twice. And that goes Karen, all the way, yes. Yeah, you got to understand what's going on. They are the de facto government. We are the de jure government. We are the continental con- people the continental states, the Congress, they are the, uh, the federal, federalist government, the U.S. government, the two different entities. They are using, their, they have brought their, their federal system into the states when Lincoln, when he rolled up all the, he put everything into a trust and created a franchise of the United States government. So all these judges, all the uh, senators and, and, and governors are all incorporated and they are all part of this franchise setup, corporate setup, and they are they are de facto. They're not legitimate, and we need to set up a not not one of their de facto statutory grand jury. A common law grand jury is different. I know, and they talk about the incorporation, and that has allowed them to break it up into uh, different facets, like the asset for, forfeiture. They can say that's okay for law enforcement to take the, and that this case in particular is because some guy got pulled over and he had drugs, and he was a previous felon seven years prior, uh, and he pled guilty and was sentenced to uh, jail, and they uh, took his $40,000 car, so that was asset forfeiture, but then he was also charged by the feds, and he's sentenced to 16 years in federal prison. And so it, it comes down to, is it fair that, maybe I'm thinking two different cases, but uh, they, they incorporate these things and break them up to not what they are supposed to be under common law, is what I'm trying to, you understand what I'm saying? They, 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 with this incorporation, it's just that common law is pretty straight and basic. The common man could understand that there's uh, no victim, no crime. Uh, Right, everything's more or less, you know, it's by case law, that's, but it's not just case law. You know, it, uh, it's more, more or less, it's run by, it's run like basically selling a small claims court. You go in there and, they, and you pass around the evidence, they have their defendant and the, and the, uh, and the um, uh, plaintiff, and they sit there and argue it out with oral arguments, and then these, just the jurors, there's no judge in there, and then they, they make a decision, and then that's it. If they can't, if they can't pay up, then they send the sheriff off to his property, and they auction off everything until they come up with a correct amount of money, and they pay it that way. You know, but if you get like these aliens and stuff to come in here, they got no money. It's like you know, like Frank was saying, they're indigent. You know, I mean, p- people like that shouldn't even be—they shouldn't even be allowed to be operating in our, you know, our establishment if they're, if they're you know, because they're because they got no, they got no assets. You know, either that or they start carrying insurance you know, on a regular basis because they act like they're a bunch of kamikaze pilots. Well, I listened, to a, I listened to an interesting thing about plea bargains, and uh, the, the, uh, the, the defendant's right to a jury trial has been monetized. It has a value that they allow you to trade off in a plea bargain so that their court systems aren't overrun. That's why everyone, if you ever get any kind of ticket, one of the basic things you should know is always plead not guilty, even if it's a parking ticket and you're just gonna you're just gonna pay it uh, because it's BS and it's gonna waste your time. For and that's is the problem where they get away with it. Everybody should always plead not guilty and make it cost them and plug up their uh, instead of them telling these satanic order following pigs to go out there and, and generate revenue off the slaves. Uh, they might say, hey. You know, we, the people, if we would all get together, we could jam up their system by everyone pleading not guilty and everyone wanting a jury trial. But they threaten you with these mandatory sentences 
and and uh, use their their power. I, I read my some of my stuff on uh, on CaseNet they have, and, and just the way the clerks put it all, they just make it all in the side of the state. Uh, the way they write everything, even though I was right, they, they you know, I mean, they 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 just stack the the clerks against you, the prosecutors against you, the judge and the prosecutor uh, get their paycheck from the state, so it is not a uh, neutral party prosecuting you. Uh, you're, well, it's stacked. To, if I may, it's uh, yes. you're using statutory law, and in common law. You don't use statutes. We don't use them. Period. You know, and that's uh, that's like it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's not supposed to be used on people. It's like it's supposed to be for corporations. Now, the proper way to do it is what they did when the uh, when the prohibition. They passed an amendment, and that's a legitimate law. You know, everybody, you know, is pretty much uh, uh, the way you do it, and then they repeal it. That's fine, but now they just they just wing it. They they got every little city council, every little uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry make their own little statutes and codes, and uh, it's it's just out of control. We got to go back to common law because statutes and codes don't apply. Yeah. It was after the Civil War. That's uh, you know after they started having all these statutes and everything. They started. That's when plea bargains came about, and they put a value of the defendant's right. Uh, to trade it, you know, so our rights have uh, value. And, uh, you know, this whole Second Amendment thing is really going to heat up, I think, at the, at the beginning of the year because, and, and, and a lot of people are talking about the red flag deal. They are so going to be used. Uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, is, is going to have a magazine ban, a uh, semi-auto ban, and a bump stock ban. And bump stocks aren't even a firearm. They're a accessory. They're not even part of the, uh, the weapon, but yet they're going to let bureaucrats regulate when Congress is supposed to come in there. I'm a person that's against abortion. And uh, Congress could... Uh, we got Father Francis here. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, Congress could say, Congress doesn't act. Congress does show. not act and say that life begins at conception. That's what I believe. And if we could get Congress to do that, we could protect life. Uh, morality would be brought back. Morality would be teaching the young girls in the ghetto that uh, keep your legs closed and teaching the young boys don't be messing with the girls or, or you're going to be in trouble or you're going to have to marry or you're going to have to stand up and be a father. And uh, uh, Congress will not act. And Patrick Little was saying we need to get people into Congress that will arrest people, that will and we've got to have people at all the polling places. And that will just threaten the hell out of them because the, the blacks get the Black Panthers with their AR-15s and everything. Got, man, can you imagine if there's some white nationalists out at the polling place? It, it would be very difficult. I'll yield. Good morning, Frank. Well, that's, that's, that's the, uh, I think that's, that's the, hitting the nail right on the head there. Uh, you, get, you got these factions, and, and most of them are, uh, with the blessings of the Jew and, and the Jews' support, you know, like like the Black Panthers and, and Antifa and uh, the gangs that are selling CIA-approved uh, street drugs. The nail on the head is we have no street power. We are totally, we have been totally made powerless in the street. Uh, uh, there, There is, there, you know, uh, you, you get these guys screaming black power out there. Well, you know, everybody's knees start shaking, saying, oh, my God, I hope they don't come after me. You know, uh, some guys out there screaming white oh, no, power. They look, they, they they look at, at him and they're the, the, well, they look at the, the, the black as, oh, he's poor, oppressed, and he's just acting out because he's been so oppressed. Also, they have this, they have this uh, white guilt empathy for them that, that gives, the, but yet we have this so-called white privilege, uh, and oh, yeah. so we don't get any of that empathy, and that's bull crap. Well, exactly. You've got to you've got to have the blessings of the Jew in order to go out there and act all big and bad and tough. Uh, you go out there acting big and bad and tough uh, without the blessings of the Jew. What happens? Well. You know, at the very at the very least, you're going to end up with a prison sentence and quite possibly dead. Uh, and and that's that's just a you know 
that's common sense fact. You get out on the street and, and see what, what the wise guys know and what the rules are, there it is. Uh, and and that, that is, like I said, the nail on the head right there. Uh, we have no street power. Why do you, why do you suppose these Jews are so proactive uh, on the Internet and in the media, uh, uh, tracing, chasing us down and, and uh, making us powerless? Uh, this Stormfront Action Radio is a prime example. It's a spinoff. The Jew, somebody said something. The Jew said boo-hoo, and Stormfront Action Radio was crushed. So our our only recourse that I could see is, is exactly what we have done. We've gone underground. We are the underground radio now. We are we are the white um, community's uh, source of of I don't know what the hell to call it. A dose of reality. You know, uh, straight straight from from the wise guy's lips to your ears. You know, that's it's the truth is the truth, and and uh, that you know something something people want to say. Well, you know, we we have recourse. Uh, we can do this. We can do that. You know, we can go into the courts and 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 that sort of thing. Well, yeah, a little bit, but the minute you start showing some street power. They're gonna, they're gonna come after you. You're gonna crush it. This, this has happened to us. We, we've been, we've been basically crushed. I mean, the, Charlottesville. The, the, they the, were really the, the monuments really triggered, really triggered people into standing up. The monuments were a really big deal. I think that they didn't expect so many people. They would, they, I think they thought, oh, people aren't gonna do anything because this is all old Civil War stuff, and we can get away with taking down the monuments, and it, when it really triggered the hard right to stand up. <clears throat> That's why they had to declare an unlawful assembly. And, and I, I, Are you going to get Jason Kessler on to talk about joining the, uh, the running out of time here, like uh, Red said? I, I don't know. That's, I'm, not in, I'm not in with that. that the, that group that uh, is was talking about having him on the show. Well, I called him already, so you know we we'll wait to hear from Jason. He's busy. He he has his own life to live, so everybody has to like stand back and just wait. I mean, this guy is doing all he can to fight. So we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. We'll bring him on. It'd be nice if he could hold someone accountable up there because that would have to make the news. Well, that's what's, that's what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of people don't like Jason in, in the white nationalist community, but I think that's a big mistake. I think Jason's is really a good friend of ours. Well, you know, yeah. It's it's up to each of us. I mean, uh, we are we are set, certainly uh, uh, on our own in in a lot of respects, uh, and and that can be that can be uh, frightening. It can be bad, but it can also be good. You know, we take uh, with the what what each other says uh, because we in fact have no power. We have we have no uh, leaders. Uh, who who are backed with uh, street power? They're not. Well, lone wolves are not so, going to survive. The lone wolves will be hunted down and killed by the uh, by the by the people that are by the pack. That would be a way to get to put it. That that, that is why. Well, I, that, what, do you, what do you mean by a lone wolf? You mean you mean some clown out there uh, trying trying to be a hero and and uh, no, I'm just saying people that that are just doing stuff on the keyboard, people that are inactive, people that uh, that can't get along with others. I have to work on that personally. Uh, I'm not all you know. I'm not always perceived, perceived the right way, but I, I have good intentions. I think Jason has. Uh, good intentions with the thing that went on in Washington. I see this, this, uh, I see this lawsuit he's involved with as having uh, power to bring a, uh, attention to the wrong that was brought against free speech. The white nationalists, you know, I, I tried to have a conversation with him about some things, and he don't want to have that conversation. And so that says to me he's not in it as far as his beliefs as I am with Christian identity and and my personal beliefs, because I, I I'm older than him. I'm I've 
and I'm not as old as you guys, but we've all seen things in our lives that, that lead me to say that uh, the injustice in the court systems is very unfair. You look at the Hune Sinni, uh, shot and killed somebody in Charlottesville, murdered someone. He gets eight years. Jacob Goodwin uh, kicks someone in a street fight, and he gets eight years. And so uh, the, the people have to start putting their names on comments and standing. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I can't have my name out there and everything. Well, uh, it's we're just going to be overran, and we are being overran. When you, I think it's concerning that Dr. Hill is being sued. That 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 there's some group in Washington. We need to name that group. I'd like to know the name of that group that's suing him, uh, and I think that's very unfair. Uh, and and he needs to go on the offense. They need to go on the offense. I think they could have been at Jacob's trial. There could have been some. You know, and I know everyone was like, oh, no, that's not a good idea. We're just going to trigger them. Well, if there's people there without shields, uh, j- just just be plain men in plain clothes, and you're standing out there and standing up, uh, standing up for a brother, you know, that's a big problem uh, with court. A lot of people get arrested. They go to court, and there's no one there with them. I attended court uh, 20 or 30 times by myself. I didn't have another man with me. If you have a friend that's in court, go to court with him. <clears throat> when he stands up in front of that bar, in front of that judge, stand up behind him. You're allowed to stand up behind him, and it shows the court that there are people here standing up. And that is the biggest, you know, you look at LaVoy Finnecum. He was standing up. You listen to that guy talk, and it's like, man, he really loved America. He really loved his freedom. I don't agree with Mormonism. He was a Mormon, but he had a a ton load of, of kids that are, are activists today because their father was murdered and uh, he loved uh, our country. And, and uh, I love being white and, and, and we know Jacob does and I don't think it matters if he was a member of some group or not because I could care less if he was a member of some group. He didn't do anything. And he's a white, white boy that uh, needed men to stand up for him. And, and, and that's where I think I only have one. And I know you did, Frank. I know you did. I know you went there and, and you went through the search and you stood up. Exactly. So what I have to say about that is, because I'm a lone wolf, (laughs) but I'll work with the other wolves too. We need, we need to be a pack of wolves though, because. Uh, the, just you know, the the, the bigger pack comes, you're going to get eight, you know. And well, uh, I'm 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 a big I'm a part of the pack. I'm not a lone wolf. I'm a wolf. I remember somebody called up one day and said that you know Don Black is such a good guy because he's humble. Well, I'm not humble, and Don is not really humble. Don will fight, and I fight, and I think we all should fight. Ish Kempe. He was talking about his cane, that he has a heavy cane the other day. Who's the guy in New Jersey? What's his name that got the, the ticket from the – in Connecticut again? that was – what's the oh, guy's that name? The, that was, uh, Kevin Harris. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Harris. Harris. Okay, somebody tried to call me last night, and, and, and it was like an 8.07 – I I don't know if it was Arkansas. I don't know who it was. And they left me a message, and they said, hey, Daryl, like, I don't know who the hell it was. But my number's out there. If uh, anyone wants to to call me, I've always got a few minutes. And uh, yeah, uh, the, 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 this, I think we'll see this. I think we'll see some people come out for fields. I think we're going to see some people at, at the court that are standing up and got cameras and uh, – I mean, Billy Roper's always talking about triggering them. Maybe some of the shield wall people can go up there and stand for fields, you know. But so many people are like, oh, we're not going to be involved. And it's a hate crime. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not capable. So some people would say I'm talking crap, saying doing it. But I I have a family and children, and uh, we're struggling, like, uh, in the economic slavery, as uh, many people are. And, uh, and and really, you know, it's designed. You can't get ahead. You struggle all your life ahead, and then when you make your house nicer, 
they they tax you for it. And, uh, you know, there was a guy on this uh, legal call last night I was on, and and, uh, he's got a trailer in California, and it's on rented land, and they keep wanting to tax the trailer, and the guy's like, oh, well, there's a closed gate, and they can't get in. And we're like, it's only a matter of time. They'll, they want the taxes on that. They'll, they'll get a warrant, and they'll come in and take it with a warrant. They don't, you know. You know, a lot of people uh, are, and what I'm seeing uh, with uh, what's going on <clears throat> along the border, uh, I, I, keep, I keep hearing people say, you know, you can only, you can only push Texans so far. And uh, I was talking to Patrick earlier. We were talking about the border towns in Texas and then the tradition of, of the citizenry arming themselves to the teeth, you know. And uh, uh, that, that, that is how uh, a great deal of uh, organized crime uh, w was taken care of. Uh, they had these uh, these raper plunderers that, that would come riding across the border into these Texas towns, do their thing, uh, and then and then go home. And uh, they, they were basically keeping these towns uh, virtually non-existent and uh, poor and, and completely terrorized. But, but as it happened, and this is true history, you know, the, that tradition uh, came along where, where uh, if you wanted to be a member of that town, you, by God, you had to have yourself a gun at the ready at all times. And when, when the shitheads come roaring into your town, you just started killing them. And you didn't stop until you had killed every one of the bastards or, or they had uh, fled. And th that is justice. That is, that is justice in its purest form. Uh, the people of an area, of a group... Uh, you know, call it what you want, a township or a territory. They come together and they say, we're, we're not putting up with this shit anymore. Fuck you. You know, uh, this, is, this is our home. This is our soil. You know, this is our, our, our children's future. You know, we're, we're, not, we're, we're dead serious here. You know, we, we want a life and we're going to have a life. You know, and, and if you like it, you know, fine. But if you yeah, don't like old it. Guy. This old guy I used to work for that did the horse and carriage rides in Branson, Missouri for years and years. I, when I was a single guy, I, I, I went and stayed at their farm two different winters in Kansas, and they had a little place, but they had a big farm over in Kansas, and they were old. And he told me uh, when he was a kid that if there was a coyote around messing with the cattle or the livestock, he would just tell everyone at church or in town there, and, and everybody would come out like on a Saturday or whatever, and they would get uh, uh, line up on the whole section, and everybody would start, uh, you know, beating on tin cans, and everybody would head into the middle of a big square section until they found that problem coyote that had been killing chickens or stealing chickens, and everybody would keep closing in, closing in, closing in, and they would kill it, and they would all work together as a team. And we were talking about politics and things like that, getting people to work together is similar and to get to get a bunch of people to turn out to help you to just get some coyote you know good luck that's the type of communities that we've lost uh uh caring about you know somebody losing a five dollar chicken well i i can't say for sure i've never i've never really done any time uh anything serious behind the wire but I have I have talked to a lot of brothers who have uh, done you know hard time and uh, short times have been in in the prison system and from what I understand <clears throat> there you don't you don't necessarily have to be a gangster you don't have to be you know an A B part of the Aryan Brotherhood or, or or like that which is actually the most one of the, the most feared prison gang around, and oddly enough, with the, the least amount of numbers. But uh, the, from what I understand is, is uh, if you're if you're not a racist, uh, you know you're 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 gonna you're gonna pay for that, <laughs> you know, in, in in prison. You know, you if you, if you're not if you're not a, a you know a affiliated uh, uh, and and have loyalty. To a particular prison community, 
you know, you're 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 going to pay for that. You're, you're, that's, I that's, never been to. I you, never you, been you, to prison. You become that. a target. You you become. I never, you're, you're, yeah. you're the you're the you're the fish. You know, you're the you're the meat in the, in the market. But uh, well, and, I, and if you see a white brother, if you see, especially if you see a white brother, uh, you know, who who is in a position where he's not protected, and he's being attacked, you only have two choices. You either jump in there and you help your brother, uh, or 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 you're you're walking shit after that. You know, it's just just that. That's that. That's one of them New York City lone wolves here you hear in there. <laughs> yeah, yes it is. I'm telling you, I'm not going to put up with this baloney. I'm not putting up with it. I just won't put up with it. I'm going to fight. Ish Kempfe. Ish Kempfe. My struggle. I fight. Yeah, I know a guy. I know a guy that I don't know if he's in prison or not, but he was in the county jail. I got thrown in the county jail in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and I was in there for seven months. And when I first was in there, there's a bunch of scary people. And if you're not a jail person, you're a little scared, you know. And and uh, I would sit and do Bible study with guys and read the Bible. You know, being locked up will bring you closer to your Maker for sure. And uh, there was this guy, and there was, I mean, scary looking. He had the swastika tattoos. He's a big guy and everything, and and uh, bald headed. And I was like, man, that you know. And and I and I and he just something about him, I, I knew. And and we and I I was like, man, that's this guy. I won't say his name. And uh, that I knew when I was a kid. And we used to ride bicycles, and we'd gotten a fight, and I had whooped him. And when we were kids, and I was like, hey, are you? And he's like, yeah, you're Daryl. I was like, yeah. And I had moved away for like 12 years to Montana and stuff. And I was in there for bull crap and uh, violating a, an order to, to see my children. And uh, he was an atheist and an Aryan Nation guy. And he was like, I'm sure he had my back because, we, you know, we talked. We had conversations. You know, it wasn't prison. But he certainly had respect for me because he knew me as a kid that I didn't take no crap, even if I took a whooping, and I did get whooped plenty of times. But we have to stand up for our white brothers, and, 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 and I don't think it's like prison. Or, you know, there you, you certainly have to or you could be killed. But, but we do have to have that same uh, mindset of someone like Jess, Jason Kessler. If he's going to go to court and risk being arrested – uh, rest, uh, risk his, you know, uh, we had a guy involved with the uh, Schaefer Cox call, and he said, oh, I'm going to set up robocalls for, he's a wealthy person, he's going to set up robocalls for Jeff Winehouse, he's going to set up robocalls for Schaefer Cox, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. And then he goes and buys a domain name that's uh, for political prisoners, and it's all about the money, and then he does nothing, and Rudy said, don't even worry about it, Daryl, because he's the rich prince. If you know the, the story of the rich prince in the, in the Bible, he comes, he comes and he asks Jesus, he says, what do I have to do to, to follow you? Uh, uh, he says, sell everything and follow me. And the rich prince goes away sad because he loves his money more than he wanted to follow him. And we have a lot of people in the movement that think they have too much to risk by just even speaking up. And they really aren't going to risk anything. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I, we all have something. You, we all have something to lose by standing up because we know that we are hated, and uh, we must stand up. I think that's a, a message that everyone. Uh, we must stand up because we're we're not. I'm, I don't want to be a rich prince. If if I see a car accident, I'm stopping. You know, I, I got lots of stories. I worked for this old cattle guy and. He told me that there was a car wreck. He lived by a real busy highway where a lot of traffic goes by kind of in the middle of nowhere. And years before, a, 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 a well drilling truck, the driller got tired, and he just decided he was going to drive on through the stop sign. He drove out in the road, a car hit him, and Frank heard the wreck, and he went out there, and the guy was bleeding to death. And another car stopped, and the guy said, no, don't, don't stop, don't touch him, you'll be sued. And Frank stopped the bleeding. And, and the ambulance came, and they said, you saved this man's life. Well, I met uh, the kid's son, 
And and then his other son ended up being the sheriff. And Frank, when I was in jail, Frank called him, and the sheriff come down, and they took me out of the pod. And all these guys are like, "Oh, is he a snitch? Is, why is the sheriff talking to him?" And the sheriff came down there, and he said, "Oh, I can't do anything." But Frank, my old rich, rich rancher friend, sent the the sheriff down there to check on me. Are you all right? Yeah, sorry, this happened to you. Uh, you know. And and uh, how are you, Frank? You know, because Frank couldn't take calls. I couldn't be calling him from jail. You know, and everything but you know he he's looking out for me and he's going to get involved and he's the old person i respected a whole bunch and he just thought it was so ridiculous when some idiot on the side of the highway said don't stop this person's bleeding we got to stop the bleeding by standing up i write comments constantly i've been i've been going after the gun people the gun reviews and and, and i write repeal the 68 gun control act i put the 14 words I say, am I going to be censored for my free speech? And I'll put the 14 words that we have to stand up for our white children. Uh, and that, that's what we got to do. We got to do it everywhere. I, I, uh, Rush, Monday, I was doing that on Rush Limbaugh's uh, uh, live chat saying, let's talk about Schaefer Cox. Uh, I think I brought it up and I cursed in the beginning of the week. But I caused, they don't have a live stream on YouTube now. And I think it's because me, I inspired uh, people to be, let's bring up subjects they don't want to talk about, and one would be white nationalism and the American political prisoners, because you look at all of these guys, they're all white guys that stood up for the Constitution, they proclaimed to be Christians. How come these guys getting targeted? How come uh, Senator Steve Stockman, his, one of his favorite things to say was if babies had guns, they wouldn't be aborted? It took four grand juries to indict him. That's a railroad job. They would not allow him bond to get out of jail just like the Bundys. They didn't want the Bundys out doing news conferences and talking to people. They wanted to keep them locked up and shut up. They want to keep Schaefer Cox locked up and shut up because the speech, they can't take it. it, it it's, it's worse than shooting them. If you shot them and put them out of their misery, You'd just be in trouble if you kill them with your free speech. Oh, they hate that. We know that, don't don't we? They they hate it when we're we're coming on about uh, white men creating civilization, white men being moral. They hate that. Oh. <laughs> Everything went quiet uh, there for a minute. How's everybody liking the, the show hills. so far? Say again. How's everybody liking the show so far? Are we. Uh, well, we. You know, we, I think. Are we? Are we hitting all the right spots? Are we hitting all the right spots for everybody in the out there? I think everybody. so. I think people have had it. We've had everybody, it. We've had it. everybody gets a shot at the mic. Everybody gets a shot at the mic here. That's what makes our show different. Uh, you, you, you make, you get in the queue. I appreciate it. I yield. Somebody yeah, else I, jump in, please. I guarantee you. I guarantee you a shot at the mic. I guarantee it. Hey, I gotta tell you, I wrote guarantee that on. Me. I check. I gotta tell you this. I wrote that on Rush Limbaugh's deal. I wrote uh, Don Black doesn't censor. Uh, I wrote on the comments of the of the video because they put up a video of the show after I had been censored. I said, I'm censored by Rush Limbaugh. He's a liar. He doesn't love liberty or free speech. I call in the Stormfront Action Radio, and Don Black doesn't ever censor me. <laughs> that was a comment I wrote, you know. I know, sir. Uh a lot of people are having trouble with the the broadcaster side. Uh, just just listening uh, uh, on on that side there with the little radio in the in the uh, the wall, and uh, I I don't know what to do about that. Uh, I've, I've tried uh, this, that, and the other, uh, but apparently what happens is after uh, a certain amount of time, uh, it will either quit on them or they they have to come back in. And when they come back in. Uh, on rent, yes, I had yesterday was a repeat, and 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 I it does cost. I don't need no education. Well, I don't need this no is a rent. You are right. That is something to bring up. Hey, Everyone should hey. mention. 
I want to be. I just want to be another brick in the wall. Did I hear somebody say the wall? Yeah. That that song comes from way, way back. I don't need no education. I don't need no mind control. Hey, hey. Who was that that did that? That was Pink Floyd. What was that? Back in the 60s? 70s, maybe, it, but no sooner than that. I thought it was Queen. No, was no, Queen, no. Queen did something no, along it, that. Uh, not not going to take this crap anymore. <laughs> remember, remember that one? Yeah, but I, it was... Uh, it was the, uh, it wasn't Queen that did mind control. Oh, okay. It was somebody else. Yeah. I constantly yeah, have issues one. listening to rents. It, it, another one, I will. Another one bites the dust. Another Say what, one Patrick? bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, all these songs are these are revolutionary songs going back to you know back into the seventies and the sixties. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking half a century of resistance here, <laughs> and, and that's what we need to keep well, in mind. I'd like to help you, son, but you're too young to vote. <laughs> oh yeah, and all these young millennials that blame the. The baby boomers, we were too young to vote. You know, I'm a classic baby boomer. I was born in 1947. Dad got home from Italy, and he and Mom did what they did, and bingo, there I was. So all the people that are younger than me, they had less of a chance, less of an opportunity to vote. They're expanding this baby boomer thing into 1965. Baby boomers weren't born in 1965. Baby boomers were born in 19... Yeah, you're a, you're a Gen X if you're born in the 60s, like 64 to 72 or something. They're not baby boomers. No, not I'm a Gen X. In, I'm a... Yeah. People born in 64 are not baby boomers. That's the next crowd. You know, they skipped over a whole big area there. They're trying to walk us into this one big pack. No, I ain't buying that. I'm alone. We got, a, we got a lot of uh, fresh fish right here in the queue. Uh, we got a, 304, uh, got a 304 area code. We got Eric from Oregon and Jay from West Virginia. We'll start out with the 304 uh, area code here. Give me a minute. Let me get you unmuted. Now I've got to find you on the list on the other side here. Oh, damn. I hate this. Let's see. Are you a hateful person? I didn't know you hated. Oh, yeah. I thought that you were oh, yeah. a white asshole. Oh, okay. I, I, Get his I name. Mean, hate speech. Hate speech. I, would, I wouldn't have any blood pressure if it wasn't for hate. <laughs> Hello, 304 Eric Code. How you doing? All right. How you doing? This is Bill oh, from West Virginia. Oh, Gil? Bill. Oh, Bill. I can, yeah. Do you mind if I attach a uh, bill to your phone number here so, so in the future we know who you are? That'd be fine. Okay, I'm going to do that. What's on your mind, Bill? Uh, it's about the abortions. You know, what really ever kills me about it is a girl or a woman can go and have an abortion, you know, and that's, that's, you know, that's all good and fine for them. But if somebody's in an accident, and you kill the mother, and you kill the unborn baby, then you're charged with two counts. I don't, you know, I've never really understood that. Hypocrites. I mean, it's fine to avoid it, but if it gets killed in a wreck, then it's it's a baby. Yeah, I, 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 I talk about that all the time. If you kill a mother that's pregnant, you're charged with two counts of murder, not one. And yet a doctor can murder the baby, and that's okay. So all you need is a license to kill babies, and that's fine. But anybody that other, other people that kill babies, well, that's not allowed. I think that's they ask, practicing. They ask, Ron, they ask Ron Paul in the debates uh, your view on abortion. He said, well, when I was a doctor, I always treated 
it is two people, a mother and a baby. And these people hate that uh, because they they, want to kill. It's a blood sacrifice of of our youth. And, and I and it, it, the majority is minorities, but there are white girls that that this is happening too, and they're destroying the, the white race by doing that and the immorality. And then when that happens, it totally ruins a, a, a young white woman's life. I mean, she's going to have that uh, on her forever. I mean, I, I got an ex-wife that that had I think a couple before I was with her, and she's pretty much white and she's she's a nut job she's uh, i mean i i don't mean to offend women that have had that happen to them it's society has caused that but it, it causes cancer it causes mental illness i mean how would you like to know that you killed one of your children your flesh and blood i mean it's it's an evil scourge upon america it's a curse and it and and uh, i know there's people listening that think it's okay i don't i don't like uh Oh, who's the wrestler that was Jesse Ventura? He's a libertarian and says, "Oh, it's okay for a woman to do that." You listen to Judge Napolitano; he says, "No, he's a, he's a Catholic." He says, "No." You listen to, you know, how was Claire McCaskill a Catholic senator for twelve years, and we got all these so-called Christians? The Christians won't stand up. They won't stand up for white rights. They won't stand up against abortion. These people use it as a platform to get elected, and they don't do nothing. They must be held accountable. Hey, Bill, did you say you was from West Virginia? Correct. Well, we got Jay from West Virginia here in the wings. I'm going to bring Jay in. Looks like West Virginia is very well represented today. Good morning, Jay. Hey, good morning. And uh, I really don't consider myself a West Virginian. Uh, I've only been living here for about two years, uh, and you, you may be able to tell from my accent that I originate from uh, South Jersey. Uh, but, Philadelphia but, uh, City, Philadelphia <laughs> City, I'm from New York City, just from Philadelphia City. But my, my ancestor in 1753 settled the Allegheny Mountains uh, in Pennsylvania, so I guess that kind of makes me a local. But anyway, I, I enjoyed uh, hear, hearing the, the, the howling uh, wolves this morning, uh, and, and I believe we've, we've got wolves here uh, right by the Monongahela National Forest. Uh, I, I hear them at night, and it, it sure sounds like wolves to me. I'm, I'm told we have uh, red wolves. But the reason um, you got me uh, calling in is, uh, you know, you're talking about some of the different uh, – Oh, political messages in, in the rock music uh, that I grew up with, and uh, you know the, the Who was uh, famous for. Uh, they came out with Who's Next, and on that was We Won't Get Fooled Again, and that's one of my all-time favorite songs. And prior to uh, that, on on the Tommy album, uh, they had We're Not Gonna Take It, and I used to love p- playing those songs and. Uh, and, oh yeah, and, and then you you had uh, Pink Floyd, uh, another brick in the wall. You know, we, we, we don't, don't need no education. No we don't need education. no We don't need no mind control. Hey, hey, <laughs> you got it, Jay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and but by the way, I remember seeing Pink Floyd uh, in South Jersey. Oh, geez, back in 1968 when nobody heard of them. There was like about 200 people in the audience at a place called the Barn Arts Center, which, I don't know, I'm taking this off on a tangent, but I really enjoyed everything you guys were talking about this morning before I diverged into this talk about rock and roll. I saw the Get back with it. I, I, Daryl, you're great. Keep, keep on trucking, man. Thank you for the compliment. Uh, you uh, you got to call me up and, and uh, say hello sometime. You got my number. Uh, yes, I do you know, have your number. We've and, and got a lot of coyotes around here. Days. What's that? Uh, I, I didn't quite catch you. What's that? 
Yeah, it, it's all good. All right, uh, give me a call sometime. You have my I number. I will. Looking forward to it. Okay. And uh, we all have to uh, – I know everyone doesn't believe – I have a good friend that's a League of the South member, and, and then I had some drama with some people in Billy Roper's group, and, and uh, he's friends with them, and, and uh, he, he agrees with me, and he's friends with them, and, and uh, we, he's, a, uh, he's a Calvinist Christian, okay? And we've debated uh, Christian philosophy, uh, theology between me and him, and and uh, we agreed it's not going to be an argument, and we're going to uh, – our families have – our kids have played together at the park, and we've met up. He has a, a very nice wife, and uh, she makes more money than, than him. And so we, we have that in common that, you know, that's a, that's a bummer for a man. And, uh, but it's just what we're living right now, and he, has, he, he wants to have more children, and his wife's like, oh, my God, we already have they – have they have more children than me, okay? And – you know he wants to he wants to promote the white race and he and he's very much a nationalist and and we can agree to disagree and uh, it's not going to come to uh, threats because we've decided that what you know and I think that's uh, what men need to do is 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 that we have to uh, there's going to be certain things that would just be unacceptable because uh, it's we know it's morally wrong. Uh, and uh, we, we can't accept those things, but we do have to stand up. That's my biggest thing. Because I, I went to court alone in, in a little town where no one, you know, I went in the DMV because I couldn't get nobody to notarize my paperwork. And this woman in there read it. And I said, and she said she wouldn't notarize it because it was a motion to the court. And uh, she wouldn't notarize it because she said, I don't agree with what this says. I'm not notarizing that. I said, well, that's not what your job is. Your job is just to put the stamp on it that that's my signature, and she refused to do it. And, uh, you know, these people, in the, even in, she's not even part of the court system, and, and, and what I was, had read up, my writ was totally valid. And uh, these people just little town tyrants, and, and, you, and there's not, you know, now I did go around and take signatures door to door, and I did get a bunch of people that signed. So they were behind me, and we did get them audited, and they were missing $500,000. But I'll tell you, the first amount of signatures I sent in, there were some idiots on there that signed it, and I said, are you a registered voter? And they said, oh, yeah, I'm a registered voter, and they signed it. And then when I sent it to the clerk, the clerk finds out if they're registered. They weren't registered, so I sent all the paperwork in, and then it took a month for them to go through all the signatures, then tell me, oh, you don't have enough. You got to get more. So I had to go out and get more, and by then I had already poked the uh, hornet's nest with the uh, the, the local local uh, city police, and they're following me around when I'm knocking on doors. And my wife's like uh, a little worried, but I'm like, uh, I got to do it. And I went out there and I did it, and I took the signatures because I knew they could only. Your neighbors and the, the people that live in your community are glad that. Uh... Your petition, uh, you know, ended up uh, finding out about the corruption of a... It did, and i got to tell you, I just read the minutes, that. but, you know, it's the same council members there that are the same puppeteers. They just got rid of... They, and actually, one of these police officers that's named in my lawsuit was just terminated, so we're going to try to find that information out. And, uh, and I actually called a couple people up there and put the word out that, hey, why was that guy terminated? And he was the, the assisting officer to the chief when they arrested me. And he was terminated, but they got a different mayor, and they got a different clerk, but it's the same presiding judge that's been entrenched forever, and it's just business as usual. They just got rid of the old retired colonel from the Air Force base that was the mayor, and he was old, and they just blamed everything on him, and uh, it's business as usual. And the, the people, you know, the, there was a guy up there that owns a bar that was our landlord, and he, he said there was some veteran guy they were going to try to run for mayor and was a good guy, and, and but it didn't happen. They didn't get behind, and, and, and I think the, the new mayor is just a dentist, and his, he wouldn't sign the petition, but his wife, they had a fancy house with a piano. I knocked on their door, you know, and, they, and she said, oh, he's on the hospital board. He won't sign it, but I will, and, and the wife signed it, you know, and so he's the mayor now. And so it's just business as usual in these country club deals, 
And if, if, you know, we moved away just because it, we were just too freaking terrorized living there. Uh, I got pictures and video of them. Yeah. yeah. Who's that we hear howling in the background back there? You got a, <laughs> you got a couple a couple little lone wolves in training? Uh, uh, yes, get him to howl. Let's get him to howl. <laughs> hey, okay, here, hold on. Hey, Luke, can you howl like a wolf or like the coyotes we hear? There goes. There You're he in. is now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have a couple of wolves in training here. How how old is that little one howling there? Uh, Lily is five. She just lost the bottom tooth, and Luke is three, going on four. And he's walking around with the popcorn bowl, beating it like a drum. And then his sister's doing karate moves here. And uh, we just put up a, a little tree that they're uh, that they're begging me to go get more stuff out. And I'm like, after the phone call, I'll go get more stuff out to make a bigger mess. So. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I, I would have never guessed those were your kids, Daryl. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're a handful. Hey, what do you think about oh, white people? Huh? Well, that's what that's what it's Anything all about, isn't it? It's the future. Of, it's the future uh, of our white children. It's the future of our white children. Absolutely. Well, and when I, I certainly hope I do like young people being involved because as a young man, my I have two older children and they were vaccinated and I think it affected them, and I certainly didn't really. I thought I knew how to be a father, and it's something I'm still working on. And uh, we got to train guys to be to be fathers. Tom, I was encouraging any guys to to get some get some girls there and, and and get married up and have some children. And there's there's nothing more. I I think about my mortality all the time now. What's going to happen to them when I'm gone? And I do want to leave them something. Uh, and and uh, I I. I the dangers of a, of a young, pretty girl, uh, the dangers of a, a of a son that's adventurous. I was always adventurous. I got hurt several times. We all like to, you know, uh, I used to like to ride dirt bikes and and uh, race cars and all the the things that I used to fight. And you know, I didn't uh, I didn't take let nobody tell me nothing or we're fighting. And but that would get you prison now. You look at, you know, the, them boys in Charlottesville. They come up there and they attack. They were looking for a fight, and he's totally railroaded. And and I had to send Rudy tons and tons of messages and finally taking a look at it. He's a busy guy and he's on our side. And and they're Christian people. And he certainly wouldn't think if uh, Jacob had done something ungodly, he would not support him. He's talked about Charles Dyer that is a political prisoner. That's a uh, was a Marine, and they always say no one left behind. Uh, if we thought Charles Dyer really molested his daughter, we would dig the hole to bury him in, okay? And people have to read and uh, use their own discernment and judgment, and it takes time. It takes time. And when you listen to any of these men speak, Billy Roper, Tom Robb, uh, Don Black, even. I mean, you listen to these people, they get on a rant, they sound like Schaefer Cox. But Schaefer Cox, I think, because he was a, a simple man, uh, kind of, I would describe him as, if you've seen a picture of him, he's kind of a nerdy-looking kid. But he climbed Mount McKinley. He was a hard worker for his family. He was a Christian. And I think they were really afraid of him because Ron Paul's kind of old and wore out. And and uh, yeah, the idiots on the local news, i got to tell you this, they, they had a guy talk about fake news, and I said, YouTube, I get the local news, they're saying fake news, and they're talk, saying democracy, democracy, in this democracy, and, and we are not a democracy, it is a republic. And uh, Dr. Hill has a book all about taking us back to the original re- republic, and that's not uh, overthrowing our government, that's overthrowing the corruption and going back to a republic. Uh, that's where we got to go. It's back to the republic. Restore our government. Don't overthrow the government. Restore the government. I love the sound of that wolf pack in the morning. 
Yeah, me too. Hey, what's that? You know, sing us the shout, shout about it. What's that song we like? Imagine. How's it go? End up with the cross. Round the flag, we will rally round the flag. Yes, my daughter, we listened to the, a lot of the old Civil War music playlist and the Confederate side. They they try to have versions that you have to watch. It'll say Union version or Confederate version. And and uh, my daughter loves to sing. And, yeah, now they're like, oh, we're turned loose. If I may, let me, um, you know, you're speaking about restoring the republic. And uh, that's, uh, it can be deceptive because there's, Two different entities. You talk about the U.S. government, and you talk about the nation states. That we, the nation states, hired the United States government with their with their 18 enumerated powers to coin money, to provide security on the high seas, and uh, take care of naturalization. And that was their that was their job. Jefferson said, if you if you exceed those new those limited those 18 powers, there will be no limit to the federal government. And if you look up Black Saw, the definition of U.S. government is a, is a, is a corporate entity. It's, it's not the same thing. So, you know, you, gotta, you, you say republic, it's, it's, just, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a broad brush. It's not... Well, the beginning not, was getting us back to well, that wait, mindset. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, how about a little quorum here? You know, um, you, gotta, you, you, got the, you got the nation states. We were all independent nations. And, uh, you know, uh, in, now, when under, under Lincoln, when he came in, he, he rolled everything into a trust, and, they, and, they, and he created corporations. Every governor, every senator, every judge, they, they have all been incorporated. And therefore, they operate under the law of the sea, which is commerce. And that's what they've done. And, you know, what we got, when, you told me, when you say uh, restore the republic, you, you mean the continental uh, congress. Not, not the, uh, not the de facto, the, the uh, uh, United States government, uh, Congress, the federal government. Have you heard the Patrick? Have you heard, have you heard the Fed say that they're charging anyone with admiralty law? They do anyway. In 1934. Well, I want to tell you, there's, there's a news story. You can see. You asked me a question. I'm going to answer. Okay. okay. In, 19, in 1934, FDR told the uh, judicial branch. That we're going to have admiralty law in this in this country, and I don't care what you call it. Go ahead. The the gentleman charged in the duck drowning, the federal prosecutor came out on Springfield, Missouri News. You can find it, and he says we're charging the captain of the boat under admiralty law of the sea. Yeah, I thought that was interesting when I saw that. If you're on the water, if you're on the water, they they all you know they they all do that. You know, it's like these casinos. These casinos. A lot of them are built on little, you know, they'll build up, uh, reclaim land, you know, if it was water, and technically it's, it's you know, it's, it's exempt from the land jurisdiction. You're in a different jurisdiction. It's like the law of the flags. You see a ship going out of the, uh, the waterways. It may not be actually from, you know, Indonesia. It may be a different, it might be from Egypt. But, you know, they fly this flag because all the laws are, you know, are, are, are acceptable to them. And it's like the, the bank. The banks all incorporate out of Nevada in Delaware. They're not from there. They do that because the laws are, are, are lenient to them. You know, it, uh, well, where is jurisdiction? You're under that flag. You're under that jurisdiction. So they're, they're God didn't put man on the land. or uh, and that's, I mean, is, you got any ideas on that, Patrick, of, of that God put us on the land? They always talk about free man on the land and the water. So you follow a lot of the uh, Illuminati stuff. There's always water involved. They talk about water being involved with satanic murders and, and uh, things like that. That's it. That's you know that's apples and oranges. That is, yeah, that might be some kind of esoteric thing that you know I don't know I don't know what all they do, uh, but you know it's it's a simple thing. There's, there's jurisdiction. You got the, you got uh, uh, statutes and codes. and corporations are in 
a seizure of the maritime jurisdictions. That's a different set of laws. In, the, in there, it's statutes and codes. It's just they can just, some corporation can just spin out their own bylaws, and that's corporate law. That's good. But it's not supposed to be applied to, to man. Man, we are on the land, and we are supposed to be by, by common law land jurisdiction. And they are, and so when you go into a court, they're trying to make you their corporation to bring you under their maritime law. Now, see, like the, uh, the British, they were bringing their ships in the, into these inland waterways and using their maritime law on us. And that was, that, you know, it's very harsh, but they were doing it for money and, you know, and, and everything. And, you know, we got to get, we, we got to stipulate, you know, we are a uh, land jurisdiction, which is common law. It, you're, you're using maritime law. Look at that flag. That's a military flag you're flying with that gold French flag, you know. And, uh, you know, it, 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 we know that, but, the, it, but it's a little trick they play. It's a little game they play in that courtroom where they're going to say, are you... Are you uh, this this person here? This on the address to you, all capital letters person. And if you say yes, or you acknowledge that, they got you under the jurisdiction. You got to say I'm here for special appearance and about that matter, and I'm willing to settle that. You know, you you avoid that little trap. That's what they're doing. I yield. Well, as much as I hate to be the bearer of bad news, we are once again out of time. So, boy, great show today, guys. Uh, fast hour for sure. Uh, see everybody uh, tomorrow for Friday's morning show. And I'm going to close out with a little something for our, our, our uh, young lone wolves there at, in uh, Daryl's house. Go ahead, Rich. Go ahead, Rich. Rally around the flag. Guten Abend, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.